0: You're listening to the marketing for learning podcast the only podcast in the world designed to help you increase your capabilities when it comes to marketing in the learning function we're here to help you make your learners do things they don't want to do you're welcome i have a bit of a confession. This might actually turn into quite a ranty episode, and I'm sorry about that in advance, but I've got real beef with Kevin Costner. Field of Dreams was made in, what, the 80s? And there's a really, really famous quote within it, like, hey, if you build this baseball field, then lots of uh, dead ghosts from the past will come and play baseball on it. If you build it, they will come. Now, the quote is actually, if you build it, he will come, but that's neither here nor there. The mentality and mindset that sits behind that is really concerning for me and certainly something that I see adopted in our industry all the time. Here's a really common use case. We are looking to solve a learning problem. So we create loads of new e-learning experiences. We get a new LXD in and we get them to develop wonderful learning experiences that span across platforms, technology, solutions. We build these things. And then for some reason, we're really comfortable just sitting back and waiting for our learners to rock up and be hyper-engaged with our learning, and love every second of it, and log into the LMS every day, even when they're out for dinner with their partner, and when their kid's ballet recital is on. They're learning. They love learning so much. And of course that doesn't happen. Shocker. And our mindsets really are surprised, almost. Like, well, well done. I got this really new, shiny technology in place, and... I did all the right things. I made sure that my e-learning was really modern and animated and I even got a learning experience designer involved and, you know, they focused really heavily on the overall learner experience. I built it and they didn't come and I'm confused and a bit bamboozled. And I guess what I'm trying to say is why? Why is that confusing for us? Because you know, a good example of this, okay. Imagine Tesla. So Tesla actually was launched nearly 20 years ago, believe it or not. It's only really become very popular in the past few years, or at least more uh, of a household name. It was a bit of a... Old Elon Musk was kind of a a mercurial, quirky guy uh, before a few years ago. Now, Tesla has had to do what I would call true demand generation. They didn't just decide, oh, we're going to go and launch Tesla in a new country and we're going to build out our showrooms and we're going to put our snazzy cars there and we're just going to wait for people to come and look at our cars. And then of course they're going to buy the cars because the product's awesome and they're going to buy it, right? Wrong. No business ever would do that because they know it would be absolute suicide for them. They know that if they want to generate demand for their products, they need to raise awareness, not only of the products, how it works, what it does, why it's of value to their target audience, but also they need to generate demand for these products. So they need to create a dynamic where people actually want to buy those products. They have to raise awareness of it first because if people don't know it exists, they're never going to go to the showroom, they're never going to buy a Tesla. But they also need to want to buy the Tesla before they go to the Tesla showroom. Now, it's not difficult for us to actually understand the analogy I'm using here and see how clearly it's flawed when we apply it in a learning environment because we're doing the exact same thing we're doing the example number one that I provided we're building our showrooms we're putting our snazzy cars inside and we're sitting and waiting for people to come and peruse and buy it's never gonna work for us and I do blame Kevin Costner I think that I do think field of dreams is highly culpable in this (laughs) But in all honesty, seriously, you know, this is something that we do need to think about and we do need to consider how we can truly start to generate demand for our learning content. And you might be sad thinking, like, that's absolutely ridiculous, Ashley. You know, I've got a lot of compliance training. There's never going to be demand for compliance training. And I would say to you, yeah, you're probably right. There, There's likely not going to be a huge amount of demand for your compliance training. But... There are other facets of your learning and development function which are more interesting to your learner. You just need to tailor your approaches to speak to them, to align with their wants and needs. You need to put energy into raising awareness of what your learning is, how it helps them, what the benefits are. And then you need to get them to truly want to do it. And that's where it's really important, um, and something we've talked about before. Where this, you know, we don't want to underpromise and overdeliver, and we don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. You know, I actually think the latter is way more detrimental because you can really lose people's trust very, very quickly if you over-promise and underdeliver. Imagine if Tesla was going around saying, "Yeah, this is one of the fastest cars on the market, highly innovative, fully electric. You can charge it in thirty minutes in one of our power stations." Have you realized yet that I've been researching Teslas a lot recently? But seriously, you know, my point stands that if you then bought a Tesla and it didn't go zero to 60 in three seconds and it took five hours to charge instead of 30 minutes, you'd be pretty annoyed same applies to your learners if they are being promised the world with the learning that you have to offer and it's hugely disappointing for them for whatever reason, which we, we don't need to get into the why, but you need to make sure that you're positioning yourself right so that you're, you know, you're aligned with what it is that you truly have to offer. What Kevin Costner neglected... <laughs> within Field of Dreams, is essential when it comes to marketing. If you build it, they will come. We know that doesn't work. The Tesla analogy I used is another prime example of that. We we know no business in the world is going to build up a shop floor and wait for people to show up without any awareness or understanding of the business or the products that it sells. It's that simple, guys. We cannot set up shop and expect our learners to come a-flock in. So we've got to focus on generating demand in many cases. This is about raising awareness. This is about focusing on nurturing our audiences and understanding that this decision making process that they go through, it takes time. It spans multiple touch points, it covers multiple campaigns, many pieces of content and should encompass pretty much any marketing efforts that you undertake that are going to help to generate buzz raise awareness increase overall learning brand recognition and build trust with your learning brand ultimately what we're trying to do is instead of just going hard with the marketing and sales cell ie hey here's some learning go and do it versus you know here are the benefits here's how learning is Tailored for you. Here are the different types of products that you've got. Here's why it's beneficial. La-di-da-di-da. We can't just go hard in with the sale. So what we're trying to do, I guess, in marketing terms, is create a predictable pipeline of learners going to your learning platform or wherever it is that your learning programs are housed. But what we're initially trying to do is Raise awareness and then keep people engaged all the way through to conversion. And then again, how do we even continue with advocacy from there? If you want to do true demand generation, understanding your audiences is at the core of that. So if you haven't listened to our episode on personas, please go back and do that now because demand generation instead of instant, quick kill, hard sell. We're looking at building trust, increasing brand recognition, positioning learning within your organization as the go-to place to learn rather than YouTube or Google. And in order for us to do that, we need to understand our audiences, right? We need to know who they are. We need to know what their pain points are. We need to know what they hate, what they love, where they prefer to consume content. What, you know, what types of learning works for them? What do they want and need? What are their gripes at work? Another question I love that we don't ask enough is what questions do they have? Because really, when we're trying to connect and engage with people we need to be answering their questions. You know, at the very early stages of a buying funnel, most people just have questions. Well, what is this? Why is it for me? How does it work? What is it? There's going to be FAQs for your learning. And so if you want to generate demand, you want to raise awareness, you need to start answering their questions and educate your learners, not on the fact that learning exists, but the fact that your learning is beneficial to them. Demand generation entails quite a lot of other elements that we've already covered within this podcast. The sales funnel. It focuses on, like I said, user personas and really understanding your audience. A huge emphasis on what's in it for me. But rather than focusing on lead generation, we're focusing on the brand piece first. We're focusing on keeping front of mind, raising awareness, consistent presentation of our brand, showcasing what it is that our learning brand truly has to offer and bring to the table. Demand generation is one of the most effective ways for us to start thinking about our learning brand as a marketing brand we need to start understanding that we can never have effective learning if there is no demand for it. Because otherwise, we're in the dynamic where it's essentially compliance training. People are doing it because they feel like they should or feel like they have to or in some cases absolutely unequivocally do have to. That is not a dynamic that is going to engage people. It is not a dynamic that's going to get people coming back time and time again of their own volition. And I know a lot of you guys are looking to move from a push to a pull environment where self-directed learning is a fundamental part of your learning culture. If you want that to happen, then you must stop thinking like Kevin Costner and you must start thinking like a marketer. So, this is just a short little message to say Screw you, Kevin Costner! But seriously, he is doing us no favors at all. This mindset is doing us no favors at all. And really, it just needs to get in the sea along with the movie Waterworld.